Previously on Work From Home Podcast. Sabi ko nga, you cannot really fully prepare for anything. There has to be a point where you will decide to jump yes. and see how it goes. Failure for me is just a word for mistake. When you experience failure and you were able to evaluate the failures or the mistakes that you did, then that is the time for me that I think you'll become successful or that you, you'll be able to improve it if you can yes. evaluate what mistakes you did, what steps uh, lead you to that situation. So, yun naman yung sa akin. Uh, Sir Fitz, you mentioned earlier about shifting your mindset from being an employee to uh, a, an entrepreneur. Can you give us an idea how you were able to shift your mindset? One of the things that really helped me shift my mindset was reading success stories of entrepreneurs. I had a friend na yung tatay niya nakasubscribe sa Entrepreneur Magazine. Madalas ako tumambay. I, I frequently hang out in the house of my friend because that's where we play video games and hang out. So sometimes I would read those magazines and th- those were the first source of knowledge that I have about entrepreneurship. There's a lot of lessons that you will learn when you read about the success stories of other entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. They would always mention how different they are when it comes to thinking. I remember one article na she's an importer of paper, a handmade paper, and she joined a trade show. No? And from that trade show, she got like, 1 million pesos worth of orders which is way beyond yung capacity niya mm-hmm. na mag-produce. No? And I remember sinabi niya na she accepted it because it's a good problem. Yeah. So, naisip ko, di ba problems are supposed to be bad? We're supposed to avoid experiencing problems pero this person, she accepted that because she thinks that it's a good problem. So yung concept ng good problem that immediately uh, changed my, my how I I look at the world the word problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Pagsabi palang good problem, it's a challenge that can potentially help you become better, that can mm-hmm. help you improve. No, uh, sometimes people will say nako problema yan. It doesn't necessarily mean na it's bad. You can always think of it na, is this really a bad problem or is this a good problem? Is this simply a challenge mm-hmm. disguised as a problem? A challenge that can help me become better, uh, improve. So I got my first uh, ideas, first uh, lessons about shifting my mindset from reading success stories, magazines, 
during those times, marami na ring websites. There are a lot of uh, entrepreneurs writing online. Uh, I remember during that time, Multiply pa. Mm. Ano? Doon nag-e-essay writing yung mga entrepreneurs. Uh, right now, it's in Medium. But uh, there are online forums back then na entrepreneurs were just willing to share what they know, what they experience. One of the discussions that I would always read sa mga online forums would be the books that they were reading. So from blogs and online articles, I bought books, mostly biography, autobiography, because again, these are success stories that helped me. After that, these online forums would uh, organize networking events, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the best ways to learn how to be an entrepreneur, which is to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs. So I, I attended networking events. I attended meetups, no? mm-hmm. uh, both formal and informal meetups. Minsan, ano lang talaga. Um, it's just a week, uh, a Friday night where we're just meeting up in this bar. Anyone who's free can just come. So... I needed the courage to go there alone, even if I didn't know anyone. So during the first few times, it was awkward. I was just quiet in a corner. But eventually, the faces become more familiar. I was more open to talking to them. Siguro by the fourth or fifth meetup, uh, I already have acquaintances and Mm -hmm. uh, I would be meeting people left and right. And even one of my tech startups, I met my co-founder there in a convention. I was It was lunch break. I was eating alone. And then this person sat next to me to eat his lunch. So we got to talking. And yeah, before I know it, three years after, we were still in contact with each other. I needed a co-founder in a startup that I was trying to pursue. And I realized that this person has the skills that I needed. So I contacted him and yeah, he became one of the co-founders of my startup. So yeah, networking would be the next step into changing your mindset because this time you are interacting in real life with other entrepreneurs. I guess those are the two biggest things that helped me mold or shape the entrepreneurial mindset that I have now. Plus, of course, actually putting up a business and being an entrepreneur because Mm -hmm. there are some lessons that you can only learn from your own experience. But by this time, I already have a wealth of knowledge and wisdom from the things that I've read and from the lessons that I've heard from other entrepreneurs. Yes, sir. I don't know who who said this, but I always tell my team or the students that your network is your net worth. So, yeah, your network is really important. Mm -hmm. You mentioned several magazines, online magazines earlier and like Medium and entrepreneur magazine is there any online application that you cannot live without online application well i actually use a lot of apps mm-hmm. but i always go back to my to-do list sa the reminder app sa cellphone i use the apple ecosystem 
So, nasanay ako with my iPhone, iPad, and uh, MacBook. So, I like how it synchronizes. Mm-hmm. So, I would say the native reminders app is the app that I use the most because it helps me really organize the things that I needed to do. So, one of the things that I learned is that our brain is poor at remembering details. No? So, whenever there's something that I needed to do, I want to write it down or in this case, put it in a to-do list so that I don't have to remember it anymore. So, put a date, put a date a reminder, a time. And then, all throughout the day, every time that I have an idea that is related to a part- particular task that I have, I write it down. When I'm driving, I use the voice memo or voice recorder. I think more than the apps, what has helped me to become really productive is the habit of taking the time to organize the things that I need to do. So I have a friend na ang to-do list niya parang 20 plus every day. Sabi ko, I don't want to, <laughs> to be as busy as that. So one of the habits that I have is, yes, I have a to-do list, but at the end of the day, I look at my to-do list, I pick my big three. Mm-hmm. So these are the three tasks that I needed to that I need to accomplish tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All the rest bonus na. So when you force yourself to do that, yung priority mo mas nagiging apparent, no? Kasi there's so many things that you need to do, you only have to pick three. Ano yung pipiliin mo? Syempre yung mga task that is very important to you. Mm-hmm. No, if there's a task there that is uh, connected to, for example, to my family, syempre, kasama yon. Kasi my family is my most important thing to me. No, Kahit mm-hmm. na ba may, may client meeting, di ba? Siguro, in recent uh, years, because of, of the pandemic, di ba? There, there was a time na I had to, to accompany my father to the doctor and I know because of the health protocols, that would take a whole day. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple of clients who wants to have a consultation the next day. That will really force you to know yourself, to know what your priorities are. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, of course, I, I will prioritize my dad. We have to go to the hospital. I told my two clients, can we set the meeting the other in another day? Mm-hmm. Because I have a personal matter to attend to tomorrow. So I have my to-do list. I think right now I have like 70 plus tasks there. Oh. Uh, but it doesn't overwhelm me because nga, at the end of the day, it's just a matter of choosing what are the three things that I want to do and prioritize tomorrow. So yung to-do list ko, uh, yeah, and dami, di ba? But mm-hmm. it's not really, it's like the Eisenhower matrix. There are tasks there that are urgent and important. Yes. There are things that are not urgent and not important. I actually have a category sa to-do list ko na this is um, nice to do. Yun lang yung category ko na I think na ah, it would I think it would be nice to to do this stuff. Sometimes when I'm thinking of something to do, for example, it's uh, the weekend, I want to relax. Even some of the ideas na 
I think it would be an interesting thing to do or an interesting activity. I refer to my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And see, ah, oh, I, I've always wanted to learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube. So it's my to, in my to-do list. So I have a few hours free. I want to do something creative. So yeah, I guess that's the thing that I will do. So mm-hmm. stop using your to-do list as if it's all just about work. So my to-do list, it's my both life and work uh, task. Mm-hmm. It's uh, properly categorized. And I set reminders to the to the things that, of course, time sensitive. But ultimately, one of the activities or what the one of the habits that I have is before I sleep, I choose which three tasks will be my priority for tomorrow. That has helped me become productive, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's why that's the app that is the most important to me mm-hmm. and i'm thankful that there's the cloud na masira man yung phone ko mag breakdown yung laptop ko mabasag yung ipad ko i can just buy a new one and it's all there because i think that's the most important digital information that i have mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. because i will be so lost the next day uh, if i don't have that to do list no in my reminders app yeah but of course, yeah, for my projects, I have Notion, I have mm-hmm. Trello, all those mm-hmm. apps. But uh, on a personal level, that's the most important thing sa akin. Yung akin personal to-do list. No? It's not just a straightforward list. I already have my own categories, my color coding and mm-hmm. all. So it works for me. It's a system that I developed through the years. And yeah, I, I am actually very dependent on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Follow up question lang sir no. That 70 things in your to-do list is uh, is that going to be like per year or is that your like bucket list for a lifetime? I actually have a different list for my goals. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I believe that uh, of course we have short-term goals, mm-hmm. medium and long-term goals. So for example, one of my medium-term goals is to buy a rental property uh, to to put up a rental property business i i'm planning to buy an apartment mm-hmm. no of course i cannot you cannot just do that in one step no mm-hmm. so there are several steps so the steps that's what i put in the to do list mm-hmm. so for example buying a an apartment i usually have a planning session this is something that i do at the end of the year i set my goals for next year with respect to the goals that I have for my medium-term goals and my long-term goals. So once mm-hmm. I am able to set my goals for next year, I would brainstorm on all the things that I need to do. And sometimes there will be prerequisites. For example, I want to buy an apartment. Of course, I would have to first know where the location, where I mm-hmm. would scout for the property. So that thing would now go to my to-do list. In under important but not urgent would probably be drive around this area and see, drive around Cavite and see mm-hmm. if it's a good location to buy an apartment. Mm-hmm. So, so once I'm able to do that, I go back to my goal. Let's just say, na parang ayoko sa Cavite. Mm-hmm. What if Pasay? Now that goes to my to do list. So, I have my goals 
on a different actually it's in notion <laughs> but the list that i go through every day is there what i've learned is that yung to do list mo it sh- it should be very concrete mm-hmm. kasi kung vague yung instructions it's hard to start sometimes mm-hmm. it's also the reason why you will procrastinate for example write an article I, for me that's that's already a vague task mm-hmm. no write an article about uh, what yeah uh, for example a magazine commissioned me to write an article mm-hmm. about mutual funds no mm-hmm. i can write in my to do list write an article about mutual funds but for me because it's still uh, something vague i would break it down I would actually put there, uh, number one, uh, think of a title of the article. Number two, create a mind map of the article. What are the subheadings, etc. And then number three, find 30 minutes to write the article. Things like that. It's really mm-hmm. broken down. And that's why I have 70 plus tasks there. Because mm-hmm. no? I try to be as detailed as possible because... The reality is all throughout the day, there will be distractions, there will mm-hmm. be interruptions. So if I decide na at 2 o'clock, I will write the article about mutual fund and then suddenly I get a call from a client, I would feel guilty of not being able to finish the write an article task. But if I broke it down into like, uh, think of a title of the article. So I am in the process of thinking the title of the article, which would what take around, let's just say, 10 minutes. If suddenly the client call, a client calls and I would go back to the task, parang it's easier to go back to it. Okay, sige, back to thinking of the title. I would probably just, I was planning to do the mind map and the writing at this time, pero naubos yung oras ko with the client. Okay lang, I can just schedule it later, siguro after dinner. But now, I still feel accomplished because I was able to tick off something on my list. No, mm-hmm. So, that's the beauty of having a detailed to-do list na to be as concrete as possible, to have the task as simple as possible so that it feels good eh, to, to check off mm-hmm. things on your list. Yes. So, it provides motivation, so that's what I like about that system that I have. Yeah, that's why a lot of people are actually surprised. You have 70 plus on your to-do list. Yeah, but those are just like minor things. A lot of that will only take me five minutes to do. What's important for me is that I pick three tasks that I want to accomplish by today. No, So all or nothing, No, these are three tasks that I've thought about yesterday Mm-hmm. Na, ito yung because it reflects on what I value the most in my life, what are the things that I really prioritize. So yeah, so that's how my daily routine goes as far as my productivity, my work, and my life is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Because when you were talking about being detailed like in every single thing, it reminded me uh, of... <laughs> of the time when I was creating a course, the, the draft only. Oh. And I didn't specifically wrote down what should I write like today. 
I just have like different modules and different titles. And I said, write the draft. So I was feeling so overwhelmed and I don't even know where to start. So yeah, I guess you really have to be really detailed for you to accomplish something. Mm-mm. Sometimes that's the reason why we procrastinate. Eh? Our, mm-hmm. our brain is resisting the work because it doesn't have an idea what to do because yung task natin is so vague. Mm-hmm. So even if you if it will take you an hour to write down the detailed versions of the task, sometimes it it's worth it because later on you'll find yourself checking one task after another because mm-hmm. your brain is not stopping you from working because it knows exactly what, what it needs to do. Yo. Yes. Yeah, so it, the, your brain will just say, oh, gawin mo na yan. Dali-dali lang gawin yan. One of the struggles that I really had, especially when I was just starting to write on my blog, was uh, being consistent with the articles that I was putting out. Every time I I in, sit in front of the computer, I, hindi ko na-realize, one hour na ako staring at a blank page because I didn't know what to write about. Yes. So when I learned na don't think about writing an article, just think of the title that you want to write about. So oh, okay. thinking of the title, um, trying out different versions, alam mo playing, of course, playing with SEO and mm-hmm. all. But uh, just that activity, um, it will take me around 10 minutes. No? Uh, I would probably already have an idea. Uh, I think this is a good title, etc. And then once I am set on a title, sometimes the article writes itself just mm-hmm. from the title. Right? So yeah, I, I, I realized that we have to also work with how we think. Of course, this may not apply to everyone. But for me, that is what I found effective when it comes to doing tasks na kailangan ng creativity, kailangan ng analysis, kailangan. So I, as much as possible, I avoid setting up vague to-do list, no? mm-hmm. to-do items. So yeah, so that's what I do to avoid or to minimize procrastination mm-hmm. and resistance to working. Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. It really helped me. And I know it's going to help a lot of people as well. Any advice that you can provide the work from home nation? All right. One of the things that I learned as a as an entrepreneur, as a freelancer, is that you cannot really do everything alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's important to learn how to outsource. It's important to learn how to delegate because you have to value your time. So if you find yourself doing tasks that you could have otherwise outsourced to someone else, do that. Because as a business owner, your main job is to find ways on how to grow your business. So if you're spending hours doing the accounting of your business, mm-hmm. you know, of course, if you're starting, go ahead. It's important to learn how to do everything. But don't be stuck in that place. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that slowed down my growth as an entrepreneur. I didn't want to outsource. I didn't want to delegate. I always believe that if I want something 
done right, I should do it myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's a poor mindset. That's uh, something that will not help you grow. So it's important to be systematic with the things that you do so that it will be easier to teach or to train someone to do it for you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the lessons that freelancers and work-from-home people should learn so that their work becomes easier. They have more time to pursue bigger things, I would say. Think of ways how they can grow their business. Keep things interesting, I would say, because once you fall into the self-employment trap, things will start to feel like you're back at being a corporate slave. Learn to delegate, outsource, how to handle and manage a team. Help other people grow as well because that's really how you can grow as an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. improve as a person. So that's my advice to all the people listening to this uh, episode. Thank you. Thank you. I I always tell my client, you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. Yes. Yeah. Would you ever go back to the corporate world? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Not anymore. Probably because I learned that my place is really outside the cubicle. Mm-hmm. I've learned that this is really where I am most productive, where I am most inspired. And yeah, I cannot see myself working back in the corporate world or in, or being stuck in the office. Even my businesses, I don't want to be that big boss. I hire a CEO and a supervisor to go to the office every day to be that boss to the employees. I'm Ooh. the boss who just visits the office when I have the time, well, at least once a week. Mm-hmm. So I have my CEO and supervisors and managers who do the office work, quote-unquote, for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see myself going back to the corporate world being in an office uh, ever again. <laughs> because I, I enjoy my freedom, my time freedom, I would mm-hmm. say. Okay. Do you have anything that you want to promote and where can we find you online? All right. So I have a online portal because mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to promote my Facebook, uh, Instagram blog. So you'll find all the links to my portal on my portal, which is at readytoberich.com. Ready to T-O be rich.com. So, so readytoberich.com you'll find links to my TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube channel, and even my podcast. But siguro special mention na rin yung podcast ko, which is entitled The 80%. So to the mm-hmm. people who are listening to this episode, they can just search The 80%. So 80. Mm-hmm. So it's all about personal finance uh, with particular focus on behavioral economics mm-hmm. so the 80 oh. percent uh podcast so yeah that's it and i uh, hope that uh, i can hear from them soon uh, either on facebook or online or through email mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. well thank you thank you so much for your time and it's really an honor having you here sir fitz to all the work from home nation i know that you learned a lot today as well and like what i always say be kind 
be humble, but you can always be a badass. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.